Eden Park. And it kind of feels as though there was something on pretty much every weekend at Eden Park during 2022. The Women's Rugby World Cup concerts, loads of them, taking up a lot of the calendar. From July this year, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup will begin. Eden Park CEO Nick Sauntner has to organise it all and he's with us this morning to look back and forward. Good morning. Good morning and thanks for your time. You're very welcome. Feels like you've had a tremendous year in 2022. Almost every weekend something on. It has been a massive 12 months at Eden Park, New Zealand's national stadium. If we reflect on uh, the challenges of lockdowns and an industry that arguably was hit the hardest. Um, we were the first to close and probably the last to reopen to then be able to deliver the calendar of content at the back end of the year was something that uh, I'm sure uh, will be remembered in uh, history to come. The Women's Rugby World Cup, the kind of cherry on the cake? Well, the Rugby World Cup um, started it and then we went into 660, the Black Caps versus India ODI, Billy Joel, Guns N' Roses. So it was just an action-packed calendar of content and I think it was what Auckland needed. Uh, after such a, uh, I suppose, two years of um, indifferent um, response to COVID uh, for the events sector, uh, for us to be in a situation to deliver that escapism, but also at the employment opportunities at the park with 3,000 jobs created on a, a daily basis, uh, on match day basis, and then the economic benefit to the local community, whether it be in Dominion Road in Kingsland. Logistically, your job must be incredibly complex because quite often you've got quite uh, tight turnaround times, haven't you, between events and different events. That's right, and uh, we've been delighted with the response from the community. Um, they've really supported us in seeing greater utilisation of Eden Park. Um, one of the challenges has been has been the staff shortages, and we implemented an initiative uh, where up to 800 now volunteers from church groups and rugby clubs work on event days and uh, in a variety of roles, and that sees uh, up to $100,000 of donations going to those groups. So um, we've had to adapt and be nimble uh, based on um, some of the challenges facing the industry, but I must say that um, probably one of my favourite events being that Rugby World Cup final, to stand in the crowd and see the Black Ferns win uh, home final, uh, now with the only venue in the world to have had um, a men's and women's Rugby World Cup final and with the home team winning was just made it that much more special. Just going back to what you said there about using uh, volunteers, so uh, a group gets together, a charity or a church as you mentioned gets together, uh, people give their labour uh, for the church basically or for whatever organisation it is, you pay the organisation. That's correct and um, what a good I often idea. reflect... Yeah, I, I reflect that you see out the front of Bunnings um, people doing the sausage sizzle and I go, they might make a few hundred dollars, whereas with us, um, some groups might provide up to 40 uh, individuals and it works across a number of our work streams, whether it be in catering, we're just helping distribute product around the venue and into retail outlets or indeed in our cleaning team. So for those who were fortunate enough to attend some of those events at the back end of the year, as soon as the lights came on after a show, you would have seen uh, the cleaners out on the floor collecting a lot of the waste. Um, We're very proud that through our sustainability initiatives, all our waste gets sorted and separated. So um, 
our target is to, to see no single-use promotional products with hires at the venue, but also to minimise our carbon footprint. Quite an opportunity, though, for uh, people looking to raise funds. We used to do stock takes in my day at uh, the countdown, or we'd uh, take out the yellow pages and deliver them. This is a lot more fun by the sound of it. Do I get to stay for the show? Well, um, people just uh, are able to have a bit of a look out there. We do want them to be working, but, um, yeah, it's a wonderful place to work. And uh, as the custodian, the CEO now for five years, I feel very privileged to lead our lean team. We have a very dedicated 41 full-time resources um, that are delivering some of the most significant events, not only for New Zealand but globally. To look at that Billy Joel show, um, only two shows in Australasia, and we were fortunate enough to secure that a week ahead of uh, the Melbourne uh, event and to have over 35,000 fans here and uh, to hear the entire venue singing Piano Man is something that um, will live in many people's memories. Let's take a quick break there and come back and talk a little more with Nick Sauntner, who is CEO at Eden Park at News Talk ZB. Back with Nick Sautner, who is CEO at Eden Park, our biggest stadium, and our noisiest stadium, shame really, you can't get a little bit louder. How's it going, that relationship over the concerts? Because quite a lot of aggro getting there. Well, it's actually um, such a positive that has arisen out of this because of what we saw approximately five years ago, we reached out to the community through a program called The Hood, the Porters Club, and within 48 hours, we had 1,400 houses join. We had 12 schools and 350 businesses. We now have over 97% support for the stadium and particularly around concerts being held. And so the work that we've done with the community has demonstrated that if you engage with the community, you listen to their feedback. But um, I am so proud to say that whether it be Billy Joel 660 or Guns N' Roses, we had no complaints in relation to the residents. It was to the contrary. Uh, we had residents celebrating with barbecues and picnics out the front of their house and being able to listen uh, to uh, the wonderful tunes that have been coming from the park. Well, sooner or later, they're going to start asking you to turn it up. That's exactly right. With the acoustic That's your area, sneaky goal. I, I've had a couple of people actually down the, the eastern end of the venue say that with the acoustic area now, they actually can't hear the crowd roar and... Um, that's uh, one of the things they really enjoyed. But I think it's like uh, many people buy a house near a school to get in a school zone, and there's no question that people have bought a house to be close to Eden Park. When you look at the CRL coming into Kingsland and if light rail happens, um, we're a central CBD suburb with uh, connections into town five minutes away. You couldn't ask for a better location at the end of the day, really. It's, That's right. It, well... And, and when I, you I go, look at it and say you, you look at the Coliseum. It was in a built in a residential area, so we're just following in the Coliseum's footsteps. All right. <laughs> twenty twenty three. We've got some cracking artists coming, and some big sports events as well. The thing that really interests me is how how you make that transition from, say, a one day cricket game to an Ed Sheeran concert. Yeah. Well, if you look, last year we did back to back the black. Um, the All Blacks versus Ireland, and then we went into the All Whites versus the Socceroos. Um, we've also had uh, a, a one-day cricket wicket being installed and in situ whilst uh, 
uh, 660s concert was held. So the team are now adapting to be a multi-purpose stadium. And uh, the trust deed, um, the legislation that is, uh, we've governed by, stipulates that Eden Park is more than a cricket and rugby venue. It's a multi-purpose facility. And we're a strategic asset for New Zealand and we're a community asset for Auckland. And so the next 12 months, last 12 months has been big, the next 12 months is going to be bigger. It kicks off for us uh, in January with the Football Ferns versus the US. Then we go into Ed Sheeran, two shows, and if people haven't had a chance to buy a ticket, I'd encourage them to do so. The production for that event, um, we'll never see it again, anything like it. It is a 360-degree stage and 60,000 capacity per show. Then we go into Tamatatini. Uh, Tamatatini, the biggest cup of Haka festival, um, once every 20 years in Auckland. Super Rugby and obviously then FIFA. In amongst that, we've got then the Sri Lankan Cricket Series. So we've just got plenty happening. And, um, yeah, just we're very proud to be able to deliver these events for the city and the country. Got a good view from your office? Uh, I look out onto um, the neighbours. So I'm always first to be able to contact them to make sure that they remember to park their car inside on a match day uh, or, indeed, uh, they often walk their dogs past and they'll open the window and, uh, and say hello. You look out, not in. Yeah, that's right. Most stadiums, actually, this is, uh, we've probably got some of the best uh, stadium offices. A lot of stadiums, you actually, I worked in a venue in Melbourne for 13 years, Etihad Stadium, and our office was in a dungeon in the car park. So uh, <laughs> I feel as though I'm very privileged to have natural light here. Nick Saunter, who is the CEO at Eden Park. Uh, obviously, the big one this year will be in July. The FIFA Women's World Cup will get underway. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.